Hello, and welcome back to another episode on the Sincerely Mrs. Griffin podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about overcoming stumbling blocks. I'm going to refer to them as stumbling blocks or as temptations. So open up your Bibles. Let's jump right into scripture and see what God's word has to say to us today. Welcome to the Sincerely Mrs. Griffin podcast, where you'll find biblical truths, encouragement, and discipleship for today's women. I'm Rabina Griffin, your host. So our key verse for today is going to come from 1 John 2.16. The Bible says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, And the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of this world. So what are those three things that the Bible refers to? The lust of the flesh, those are going to be your physical temptations that you have in everyday life. The lust of the eyes, those are going to be the evil desires, desires or spiritual temptations that you might be facing. And then the pride of life, those are going to be those inner sins, those secret sins, those thoughts, and that thought life, the things that are going on in your mind that seem private to you, but of course, God knows all things. Um, So currently I'm studying to become a biblical counselor, and I've been doing some reading author called A.W. Tozer, and the book is called Knowledge of the Holy, if you guys want to look it up. It's a great book for anyone in Christendom, anyone who is a Christian who wants to grow closer to the Lord and wants to know more about who God is. From the very beginning of the book, A.W. Tozer says that what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. So I want you guys to ponder that. What comes to your mind when you think about God? In this verse, our key verse from 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, we see three categories of stumbling blocks, things that could hinder and we're going to define stumbling blocks as things that hinder the Holy Spirit from working in your life or having a better than good Christian walk. Now, when you become saved, yes, you're on your way to heaven, but God didn't just leave you here for you to be on your way to heaven. He wants you as you are here on earth to have a phenomenal Christian life. He wants you to see victory over these these sins in your life. He wants you to help other people conquer these sins in their life too, by coming alongside them and pointing them to scripture. And if they don't understand something, explaining it to them. So we also see in Romans 12 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So God wants you to have a phenomenal, transformed Christian life. He wants your mind to be renewed and he does not want Satan to have power over you. You can check out 1 John 2.15 that says, be in the world, but not of the world. Um, In 1 Corinthians 10.13, God wants you to know that those stumbling blocks that you're facing, uh, you're not alone and you're not the only one who has dealt with them. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, there have no temptation taken you. But of such is common to man. That means other people have experienced it too in the past and they will in the future. 
But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above what you are able. So when you think to yourself, God, I can't handle this. This is too much for me. That temptation that he is allowed to come in your life is something that he knows is not going to overtake you. And the end of the verse says, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So scripture does say that God is going to provide a way for us to be victorious over those temptations, over those stumbling blocks for us to be able to grow as Christians. And Ecclesiastes 4.12, it says um, it's going to take work to resolve that stumbling block and to get over that stumbling block. And sometimes you have to get other Christians involved. The Bible says where one or two are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst. And then in Ecclesiastes 4.12, we see, and if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, we see that God gives us grace. The Bible says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient to thee and my strength is made perfect in thy weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So Paul, if you remember Paul's story in the New Testament, he had some sort of physical impairment that it could have been a stumbling block for him. He could have been you know, similar to Moses in the Old Testament, where when God called Moses, Moses said, you know, why are you calling me to do this? You know that I am not good at speaking. He was not a good public speaker. He had, you know, something that he thought was going to prevent him from being used of God. And God was able to use that similar to Paul. God was able to use Paul. Obviously, we know that now because most of the New Testament is written by Paul. So we see all of his missionary journeys and the churches that he helped to establish or helped to encourage. We see all of that. And even still, Paul says he will glory in his infirmities because his weaknesses are made perfect in Christ. So just just know that when you're tempted to do things or when you have these stumbling blocks, you're not the only one who's been tempted in this way and you're not alone in those temptations. Again, if we go back to 1 Corinthians 10, 13, It says there's no temptation that's not common to man, but God is faithful and that he will bring us through those temptations and that he will provide a way of escape. Jesus understood us and he knew us. He know he knew that we were, you know, frail. He understands that our, our frame, I mean, he made Adam and Eve and then they disobeyed God and sin entered the world. In Hebrews 4, 15, the Bible says, For we have an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was at all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So Jesus knows and and he understands the temptations that we're going to face and that we're going to go through. And he's there to, like the verse said before, provide that way of escape. God is faithful and provides many ways of escape. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, we don't want to make room for more temptation to come. Romans 13, 14 says, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So we don't want to make room for that temptation to progress. Uh, Let me give you just a simple example. 
Let's say I am trying to, for one week, not eat french fries. It would not be smart for me. It would not be wise for me to go to McDonald's every single day because I love McDonald's french fries. So if I'm setting a goal on Sunday to resist french fries for the entire week, I'm not going to put myself in the position where I'll be tempted even more to add more to that temptation. Okay, so this is the most important part of the podcast. We're going to talk about escape routes that are found in scripture. There are different ways that you can escape from temptations or from those stumbling blocks. And it's right there in scripture. That's why it's so important for young men, women, old Christians, new Christians, baby Christians, learned Christians. It's good for us to remind ourselves of the things that are in scripture. It's good for us to be in God's word daily, multiple times per day, weekly. It's good for us to dig in there, ask questions, highlight our Bibles, create notes, and have uh, scripture references available for other people who might be struggling with these same types of sin. And it's great when somebody can come alongside you and point you to scripture and say, sister in Christ, brother in Christ, this is what the Bible says about that. So let's talk about the different ways that we can flee from temptation or Break through those things that are holding us back with those stumbling blocks. Well, we can resist and flee like the Bible says in James 4, 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So we can, we can resist and we can flee just like how I would flee from the McDonald's restaurant if I'm trying to escape eating French fries every day. We can also pray about it in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 and 22. The Bible says pray without ceasing. And then in verse 22, it says abstain from all presence of evil. We can also re-quote and memorize scripture, like I said before. In Psalms 119, verse 9 and verse 11, it says, Wherewithal shall a young man be cleansed in his way? By taking heed thereof according to the word. That's you staying constantly, consistently in God's word. Memorizing God's word, having those scriptures Highlighted in your Bible, starred in your Bible if you do that, or on a three by five card, just always in front of you, in front of your memory. So that way, when you are tempted, you'll have those key verses ready. And then it says in Psalms 119, verse 11, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Another way is that you can fast. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 1 says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So that is another way that we can that we can get over those stumbling blocks is we can fast. And that doesn't always mean with food. It could be a fast from something else. If you're having trouble with what you are seeing on social media or going to places that you don't need to go, you can have a fast from your cell phone, from Instagram, from social media, things like that. Give yourself a break. Give yourself the space. Replace that space where you would check Instagram, check Facebook, whatever you're trying to avoid. Replace that with Bible reading time. That's where that prayer, that daily meditation come into play. Also, you can plead the blood of Jesus in Hebrews 9, 14, 1 John 1, 7 and Revelations 12, 11. They all talk about um, the blood of Jesus Christ, how his blood is that it cleanses us from all sin. And we know that because we as Christians, when you become saved, that act of doing that, you're accepting the blood and the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross of Calvary to save you. So if you are tempted or if you are dealing with stumbling blocks, 
This is one thing that you can do is you can plead the blood of Jesus. Also, you can reckon your sins dead in Romans 6, 11. Likewise, reckon ye unto yourselves to be dead indeed in your sins, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus Christ has provided all of these different types of different ways for us to be able to get over those temptations and those stumbling blocks. We can pray, we can fast, we can plead the blood of Jesus, we can reckon our sins dead, we can read and quote scripture, and we can resist and flee. All of these are to help us become victorious Christians. We can also call on the name of Jesus. We see that in John 18 verse 4 to 6, that when the guards, the Roman guards came in the garden to collect Jesus, guards asked Jesus what his name was and he said that he was Jesus. And as soon as he said it, the guards fell backward and fell onto the ground. That's how powerful his name is. That's why today in our society, we don't see people using other religious figures names in vain. People don't say things like that because those other religious figures, their names don't have power. God has offered us a way of escape from these temptations. In Ephesians 6 10, the Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In 2 Peter 2 9, the Bible says, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. God wants us to have a victorious Christian life and he wants to bring us out of those temptations. In Philippians 3 verse 13, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I don't know what you're going through this week. I don't know what's ahead of you this weekend, but I do know that if you're dealing with a temptation or a stumbling block, that God has provided a way of escape through scripture. And I see the importance of scripture reading and prayer to be able to overcome those temptations and those stumbling blocks. The Bible says that we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against evil forces in this world, against the devil. The devil came to Job and stripped him of everything that he had, his family, his livestock, everything. God allowed Job to be tempted because God knew that Job was a faithful servant and that he would glorify God regardless of what he had. And that's exactly what Job did. God expects us to be the same. He expects us to do the same, to glorify him in those temptations, through those temptations. And he expects us to lean more into him when we are tempted and when we do have those stumbling blocks. I hope that you have taken something away from today's podcast. And I hope that you will really meditate on this and apply it to your heart and share it with a friend who might be going through something. If they can get any encouragement from the things that I have said. That would be a blessing to me to know that this podcast is helping at least one person in their spiritual walk with Jesus Christ. Have-